What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I am your host, Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards. I really like sports cards. I was actually on a date night with the wife. We got away for a little bit. We went to a nice little restaurant here in Indianapolis, about a mile or so away. We walked, even though it was in the 30s. Shout out Tinker Street. If you are in Indianapolis and you are looking for a ridiculous meal, check out Tinker Street. I literally had one of the best meals of my life. It was sirloin, homemade mashed potatoes, spicy. There were some peppers on there. They do it right every damn time, given a local plug when I can. But we were talking about our goals for this year. You know, it's the whole new year thing. We're away from the kids. And we were talking about life goals, professional goals. And I got into this just little brief thread where I was talking about how thankful I am for the hobby and this escape because of how crazy life gets sometimes, especially when you're chasing two little ones around, you got a busy job. And I told her, I was like, is this just kind of like stepping into my other, this alternate universe where I can just go and I can chase cards. I can sell cards. I can communicate with people. I can talk about sports. And that's why this place is the best. I literally forget about what's going on in regular life when I am consumed in, in that brief moment in my hobby life. And I think that's so, so, so much fun. And I'm not sure where I would be without this escape. I want to thank our unofficial sponsors today, Belega Running Socks. Shout out to all you runners out there. I am a simple man these days. The get when I remember being a kid and watching my dad get gifts and I was like, man, like this stuff isn't very exciting, but he seems to be eating this shit up. I'm reaching that point. I got some Belega running socks. I needed new pairs. I'm a runner and Belega just delivers. I, even if you don't run, Belega running socks are just the comfiest socks around town. They're going to cost you a little bit, but when you ask for them from Santa and you're stocking, it makes it all the better. So I want to shout out uh, Belega. And talking about getting out of the house, I actually saw a movie in the movie theater. Um, so. We actually had another date uh, night. So this period of time, as I'm recording this, and it'll long uh, be passed, but this period of time between Christmas and uh, the New Year is really like, it's such a throwaway time, and it you don't know what day it is. You don't know what's going on. You can heart, you're out of your normal routine. You're eating whatever the hell you want to, and so... I wanted to take advantage of this and get out of the house and go see Iron Claw, the Von Erich story. And as a professional wrestling fan, or as not a professional wrestling fan, I really think this is a good film. Um, I just remember growing up watching WWF, Kerry Von Erich, the Texas Tornado, um, larger than life on the screen. Um, but that story was brutal. And it was captured so well um, in that movie. So 
got a little bit of butter, got a little salt, got the oversized popcorn, and just watched the damn film, and it was awesome. And I know New Year, there's all these resolutions that people are making that are going to last for about 10 seconds, whether it's fitness, you know, drinking, diet, all those things. Are you going to the gym or are you not going to the gym? What I've always found is just try, try to create habit, habits. And I think we, whether it's really serious shit in your life or not, it's okay to like try to create some resolutions and goals around your hobby experience, things that you can do to help you enjoy it more. I'm going to share some of the things I've been thinking about, which are mostly things I've talked about on the show, but just want to resurface this, resurface some of those, especially since it is the new year and a good reminder for me and making sure I'm holding myself accountable because we shouldn't take this shit too serious. It's cards. It's sports cards. We shouldn't get mad and we shouldn't get upset when someone is doing something on the Instagram machine that we don't agree with or we don't like. It's sports cards. Did you sell something and you take a little haircut on it? It's sports cards. It happens. Nothing about this hobby is straightforward. And that is the reason why we're here. And that is the reason why we keep coming back. We are collectors at the end of the day. And we should be taking our time in the hobby and enjoying it. I hope you are enjoying the Parallel Series. I have enjoyed running these episodes. It allows us as collectors to focus on the cards for a bit. Hopefully, they're educational to you. They are educational to me. I have, since day one, tried to create this platform and create a show where it's not some joker up here talking at you, but hopefully it feels like I'm talking with you and I'm trying to curate some guests on the show that can help us as we are exploring the hobby, as we're exploring better collections, as we're exploring where to spend our money, as we're exploring what makes us happy. Telling stories from a collector's perspective is what it is all about. Discussing the history and not just making about what is new or what is on the front page of the hobby headlines. So much of the way the hobby rolls is about what's new. We as collectors care about what's old and what has come before us. Why aren't there enough voices and why aren't there enough conversations around what we care about? And that is why I'm doing the damn parallel series so we can focus on cards that we actually give a shit about. I'm not saying the listeners of this show and myself included don't have a safe search set up or two around a specific card that we want that just came out. That happens. Hell, Prism Football just came out and there are freaking player collectors all around town that are waiting to get that next gold, that next black, finite, whatever it is. We chase the new, but it's mostly about the old. And we need to continue to have these conversations about what's old because it helps educate. It's what this hobby is all about. And there was so much good feedback on my episode with Kyle. I wanted to do that format, a little bit of a tournament, a little bit of outside the box content going into the new year. And congratulations to the Essential Credentials Parallel for wearing the parallel crown of 2023 on the Stacking Slabs podcast. I'm not getting off the parallel train and maybe I'm use this as a mechanism to do something bigger, do something better. I think there's a lot of substance here. And as a creator, 
my wheels are spinning about what's possible. Could I author an article? Could it be an essay? Hell, could there be a book created about why I think parallels are the fuel that keeps modern collecting alive? And by no means and no stretch of the imagination am I discounting vintage cards. Vintage is a new ball game, and I don't talk about it much on here, mostly because it's not my wheelhouse, but it doesn't mean I don't respect it. I respect all facets of the hobby. I respect everyone who wakes up and can't stop thinking about the lane of the cards that they collect in. I'm just a guy who really appreciates the manufactured scarcity, baby. Inject it into my veins. Give me those low serial numbers. Give me the shine. Give me the aesthetics. Give me all those things that make these cards special. When I go into my case and pull out a card, I want it to make it make me feel something and I think a lot of the cards and a lot of the parallels on this series have done that. Hopefully it's doing that to you. And by God, we're keeping this parallel train freaking going and it's not stopping. Yes, it's 2024. Yes, it's a new year. Yes, there's narrative. Yes, there's all this other bullshit going on. But we're here on the Stacking Slabs podcast to talk about parallels until we are blue in the face, baby. And we are going to keep it going because you know how much content there is around parallels. You know how many collections collectors there are around these parallels. Why not just keep it going? I think you're enjoying it. I'm getting the feedback. I think you like sharing your cards and we are going to keep that rolling because I got my man, one of the hobby's finest participants, a guy when I say his name, you'll say, oh, I love that dude. I love his collection. And he has been on the program once before and we are bringing him back. I got my man, Jesse Flippity Flip Cards in the house and we are covering a modern parallel that I think needs some coverage that I think needs some airtime and we're going back to one of my favorite products and that is the prism product and so we've covered the black finite we've covered the gold prism which the gold prism went all the way to the final so what could we be covering next we are covering the gold vinyl out of five it is a parallel that continues to grow on me a little bit. I know there's some controversy. I know some people are like, well, just why can't it just be like the optic gold vinyl one of one? Or, wow, it just reminds me too much of superfractors. Or some people love it because it reminds them of superfractors. Whatever the reason is that you like it, that you don't, you're going to enjoy a fun conversation with Jesse because he is an amazing receiver. He has an amazing receiver collection, and a lot of his collection consists of gold vinyl runs of the guys that he freaking collects. So I know I alluded to talking about what's new. Did you hear me go on that little rant? I know we have an infatuation of what's new in life. New movies, new music, new books, new TV. It's all about following the trends. It's what makes the mainstream hobby the mainstream hobby. And something this week on the Instagram machine caught my attention. And sometimes when stuff on the Instagram machine catches my attention, I want to bring it on the show and share a little perspective. And I know we're in a a scroll-obsessed society and not everyone follows everyone, and not everyone sees everything, what every, everyone else posts, but I'm going to surface something up here. So I saw a post on the story from my man, MK Sports Cards. He did a poll. We're talking about what's new. He did a poll about fanatics, and his poll was, okay, so let me set some stage first. So Michael has 
20,000 followers, which is a substantial hobby audience. I would say because he is a daily contributor of content in the hobby, I would, I would say that a lot of the people who follow them, him are collectors, and a lot of the people who follow Michael are probably listeners of the Stagging Slabs podcast. I'm just going out a limb and thinking about the type of content he creates, thinking about what I talk about. So there's a lot of crossover with, these, with the audience. So he's a card-focused account, and he's ta- he talks about his cards and what makes up his collection and why those cards are on it. It's a great page, one of my favorite pages. He has really good insights and perspectives, except, of course, when he says that there are no football collectors out there. We know that's not true. But I really appreciate everything he publishes. I really appreciate checking out his page and the perspectives. And I like it when he does these polls. In his poll, talking about what's new is something that I wanted to service here. So he put a poll out there and it said, Fanatics is off to a good start, a terrible start. Very, very simple. Two, two options. And the results of the poll, I think, were staggering. And this is from the community, the collectors, us as a whole, the hobby. And this was the response. 23% said they thought that Fanatics was off to a good start. And 77 thought Fanatics was off to a terrible start. So I'm going to read here what Michael said underneath the results of this poll. He said, quote, First, let me preface by saying that most of the hobby hated Panini in the first few years after they acquired the license too. So this result is somewhat expected. I think that is a very, very fair call out. I think people don't like change. When change comes, a lot of shit gets shooken up and when people don't like what's new and so there's probably going to be a negative lean unless they were giving away like free hobby boxes. So there's a good qualifier. That said, they're off to a terrible start. First, they flooded the market with never-ending supply of unlicensed Wimby rookies. They tried to rebrand Dick Sporting Good jerseys as meaningful And worst of all, in my opinion, is the hype train behind the Tom Brady Expos autos, which are destined to lose collectors and investors a ton of money over the long haul. They seem more interested in marketing to non-collectors than listening to long-standing collectors and would rather turn this into a new sports gambling space than concern themselves with what makes cards special and how to protect them. I hope I'm proven wrong in the end, but I don't like what I've seen so far. So. This resonated with me for all the reasons that Michael said, but I think most specifically his quote about they seem more interested in marketing to non-collectors and listening to longstanding collectors. I think that's really a really important call out. And I talk about growth on here a lot and this obsession with hobby businesses to build awareness and grow. And so the, the, the way that these companies try to grow is to put their ads, put their shiny gimmicks in front of audiences that don't collect sports cards to try to attract them into their funnel. And then when they get here, everything they see are the people talking about buying into this break, fanatics live this, cards going up, influencers that. And that strategy is not sustainable. 
It's what caused the 2021 crash. Instead, there are people like us listening to this show that are here taking money out of our paychecks and trying to buy the fucking cards that make us happy. And we're spending thousands of dollars on third-party platforms to buy the cards that help build and elevate our collections and tell sto- so we can tell stories to our friends, family, future generations of why certain cards and players are significant. We don't care about the gambling component. All we want to do is build fucking collections that make us happy and share them on applications like Instagram and talk to other people across the country who are doing the same fucking thing. That's all we want. Remember, we've got only so many hours in the day. We're busy professionals. We're spouses. We're parents. We only have so much time. And we are the fuel of the hobby. We are the foundation. We are what's keeping this damn thing afloat. But instead, but instead, hobby mainstream, hobby business will do whatever they can to try to grab more land. Well, what happens? What happens? That land, there might be a little bit of harvest. And then next season, that shit doesn't grow. Because people are burnt out. Because people don't like love sports cards like we love sports cards. And there's churn. And people leave. And money gets lost. And people have terrible experiences. People are spending $15,000 on orange Tom Brady out of 25 Expo cards because the mainstream tells you that's what you're supposed to do. It's fucked up. And so instead, It takes little, little shows, content creators that care about collecting sports cards to vocalize this. And by God, I'm going to vocalize it because I love this hobby. And I think what happens and what gets created and how this hobby is positioned starting next year and the year beyond is really, really important. And there's a little bit of an element of this that the hobby's just going to keep moving forward by collectors. Even if the mainstream industry tries to burn this shit to the ground, we're going to be in the corner collecting our cards and telling stories and sharing these experiences regardless of what happens. But when we see polls where the majority of the collector- collectors in the space feel negative about what's happening, and then there's examples where we can look at and be like, oh shit, here we go again. We need to say something. So I don't want to be a a sour Steven. I don't want to be a negative Nancy. I don't want to be a whatever alliteration else I can use, but I'm going to call it out when I see it. And until the mainstream hobby services and caters the collector, we're going to be right in the same damn position as we were in 2021. I'm entering year four here, 385 episodes right now, going on 400. The reason I started the show, I was bored, COVID, back in the hobby. I'm a creator by trade. I wanted to share my experiences. It's been an evolution for me. There's been a ton of unlocks along the way. I've met so many awesome people focusing on collectors, cards, and experiences. I find stories to be the most helpful format in content, and I love telling stories. 
I want to tell some stories and I want to continue to do that because I love this hobby and I love collecting sports cards. But I want to close out this episode's by, episode by talking about, I think, five things that I'm going to carry forward with me going into 2024. Number one, continue to be skeptical about what you hear, about what you read, and the people who are front and center. Being skeptical is an okay position to be in and never let anyone tell you different. It means you're not a sucker falling into the trap that the mainstream is trying to put out. 2023, the year the loudest people in the hobby got caught for nefarious activities. Every other week, there was a story about someone who was getting caught because they were trying to take advantage of someone else. And you know what happened? We as a community rallied around it. And you know why? Because we're freaking skeptics. It's okay to be skeptical. Continue to be skeptical. I don't think we should be giving people the benefit of the doubt. I know that might sound harsh. And you know what? I don't care. It drives me crazy when we hear people say, oh, give them the benefit of the doubt. Get into the benefit of the doubt. Why should we be doing this? We should be building and developing trust with our fellow hobby participants. And we shouldn't take that for granted. We shouldn't. So continue to be skeptical. I know I am. Always treat the hobby as an escape. It's been a tagline of this damn show ever since I started it. Life is busy. I don't want to pay attention to the garbage. I don't want to spend time with the hobby doing stuff I don't want to do. I'm going to outsource that stuff. I'm going to enjoy the parts of the hobby that I like. When you treat the hobby as an escape, it's so rewarding. The ultimate stress reliever and it's something I look forward to when I wake up every day. Manage your spending habits. Focus on the stuff that you really love. Don't just buy to buy to make yourself feel good. Work off a list. Go for an exploration. Go hunting. Direct deals really make a difference. I've received less mail days over the last couple months because I can't find the cards that I really want. And I'll tell you what, I'm not losing sleep over it. I'm still enjoying my time in the hobby. Reevaluate your PC. Collections are an opportunity to express ourselves. What are you trying to tell with the collection you're building? You might be able to sell a chunk out of your collection and get one really good card that you didn't think you could afford that you really want. Judgment Day matters. Taking your PC to trial. Those things can open up your eyes and help you enjoy the hobby in brand new ways. And finally, celebrate the community and don't be jealous of it. Curate other ideas, cards, and stories. We can be selfish in the hobby. We should be selfish in the hobby, especially when we're trying to acquire cards. But it's also fun to cheer on our counterparts. It's never a competition. My name is Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards. I love sports cards. I have a show about collecting sports cards. It's called Stacking Slabs, and you're listening to it. I have another episode coming out on Friday. It's the Parallel Series. It's with my friend, Jesse, Flippity Flip Cards. We're talking about the gold vinyl. Hopefully, you're off to a new, uh, good start this new year. I'm going to be continuing to do this each and every week because I love sports cards. We'll talk to you soon. 